0: You're listening to Better Together with Lori and Stephanie on the Stream Grace Network.
1: Well, what is up, Lori?
2: Hey, Steph. How are you? I'm great. Good. I would ask you how your workout is this morning, but I know you didn't work out because you had a closing and you're super fancy and look all cute. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I was. I'm super excited and I just left my closing and you know what I, you know what to, you need to do to have fun sometimes is just turn the music up real loud in your car and like jam out and look at people and sing to them while they're looking (laughs) at you You it's really fun
2: have you seen those carpool mics Those like yeah oh my gosh i kind of want one yeah i
1: think delijah would love that because he loves to sit there and rap and sing every song but i was just like i had queen on do you like queen yeah yeah i know they really have good music yeah i mean that show whatever that movie was you know and queen music really is good and um anyway I was just jamming out to a song and I was just singing and people were looking at me but I think it's funny to do that good for you <laughs> good for you how's your habit challenge oh I am doing great man I am on it I've been so it tracking. started Monday yeah yeah I've been tracking uh I you know I put everything in my fitness pal what I eat mm-hmm. and I've been tracking really good I haven't had any sugar I oh. have had a piece of sourdough bread with uh, avocado toast uh-huh. and one piece of sourdough but um they have some keto bread it's mm-hmm. delicious yeah i'm sure they do but sourdough is just like amazing yeah and i love it and i think if you eat one piece i don't think it's gonna kill me but right and i just can't eat it every meal or I, i'm gonna try to limit it maybe once or twice a week you know when you start craving right a piece of bread or something but avocado toast is like amazing so good. and two eggs too hard uh i don't know not hard hard boiling but um over easy or something do you like the Fried? runny yeah i do too
2: yes i make mine in the microwave at work your eggs yeah oh. i mean we don't have a stove at work so i just have to make them in a cup at work and mm-hmm. i can make them a oh. little runny and oh. then i have chicken sausages i never tried that
1: it's just pretty easy one time i bought this egg thing from mm-hmm. pampered chef oh yeah did it work i saw that just the other day I put an egg in there and it has a lid on it Uh (laughs) and when I took the lid off the freaking thing popped in my eyeball. No. Yes. It is dangerous. Don't buy it. I did see that because I thought you know what this would probably be
2: better than a styrofoam cup. No, you think,
1: yeah, you think it would be great, yeah, but it has put my of lid egg, on it. Yeah. And when I removed the lid, it popped in my eyeball. Yeah. The that's egg. What,
2: yeah, that's what my egg does. So I have to poke holes in oh, it with the fork see, because it
1: will pop. I never experienced that before. And I'm like, I am never doing this again. Yeah. So anyway. That was interesting.
2: Yeah. So how many more weeks of this habit challenge do you have? Or is it just like continual the rest of the year?
1: Well, I'm not sure exactly how long we're going for. I'm sure we're going for eight or 10 weeks or something like that. But I'd have to look at my look at my paper. I don't remember.
2: So when you want something sweet, Mm -hmm. what do you eat?
1: Well, I am. There is some yogurt that you buy, like a, a yogurt bar, a little yogurt bar you buy at Sam's. And I put that in the freezer. Mm-hmm. and then i might eat that i've been eating fruit fruit is my sweet pears right now i freaking love pears like not canned pears like a real pear and i yeah i've just been eating pear every day really And I think like, they're a little gritty no they're better than an apple oh. like i eat apples and then and apples with almond butter sometimes mm-hmm. but then also i've been eating a pear every day and i freaking love pears right now really yeah okay yeah I'm just trying to train myself to eat fruit when you want something a cookie or something you want fruit right and then occasionally once I get past my eight or ten weeks or whatever you know occasionally then I'll start eating a piece of cake or cookie or whatever but I'm not doing it right now good job I'm proud of you and your house looks amazing yeah yeah it's coming along it's slow going but it's coming along I think it looks great your floors are done yeah the paint is done yeah yeah and then i i know i just got to get my my bathrooms built and um the cabinetry built in there and then do, do the finishing touches yeah and get it cleaned up and appliances and the have backsplash. you ordered appliances yeah yeah again okay, i got them from um anthony's down there oh yeah on sooner yeah so um yeah oh good so anyway jay the other day my mom bought jay this devotional book and it is it was it's so good it's such a good little devotional book and jay is really into it Mm -hmm. because it's not just like bible stories it's like a i don't know it just kind of talks and it just gives examples and stuff and he really is into it and he was reading it and he um his it said something about loss when you lose somebody and it was kind of you know talking about when someone dies how you kind of deal with it for a little kid Uh and he goes mom he was reading in the back, back seat of the car and he goes, Mom, I need to get this book for Tyson, my friend Tyson, because he just lost his grandpa. And Aww. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yes, I will get it for him. And I guess he is having a little hard time. His little friend's having a little hard time. Aww. And Jay thought to get that for him. That is so sweet. It's the sweetest thing. Don't your kids just melt your heart. Oh, my gosh. Jay is the
2: sweetest. Honestly, he really is. Aw. Well, uh, Lacey's going to a private university. She's going to Randall off of I-35 and more. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, well, one of my friends is going home because she's having revival at her church. And I said, do you know what revival is? And she said, yeah. yeah. And I said, well, what is it? And she said, baptisms. And I'm thinking, Eesh, yeah. I've kind of failed. But yeah. I mean, I don't think that age knows revivals. I mean, apparently her friend does, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know. So then I went to ask Lane and his girlfriend. I'm like, hey, do y'all know what revivals are? Okay, Lane did not. Lauren said like Falls Creek, and I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, kinda. Yeah. yeah. I mean, her yeah. guess was better than my kids. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, Yeah, I don't think kids have a clue about that. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. It's not
1: really talked about very
2: much. No, and people anymore. don't do it anymore. Yeah. 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 So, well, today our guest is our producer Jeremy Griffith, the one so. and only Jeremy. Hi guys. What's hey. up?
0: Uh. Well. <laughs> I just want to say you're listening to Better Together with Lori and Stephanie.
2: That's right. <laughs> that's right. Because we are better together. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So how are you? I'm good. Good. I used conditioner in my hair today and that's nice.
1: Well, it looks very nice. Well, it doesn't look like Rachel's cutting it. So what's the story Nobody's on that? he's
0: cutting it right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know.
1: You just go through spurts.
0: I, I shaved it for six years or something because mm-hmm. i really liked it not being
1: you have hair you have hair you should no, not shave your head
0: well the thing is i didn't like messing with it every morning but uh my wife and i were going to celebrate our 25th anniversary and so I, was tra- I grew my hair out to look like i did at our wedding and so oh. it was a long process obviously oh. Uh, did she say,
1: oh, you just bring, it's just bringing back all the memories. Well,
0: I did it. I mean, she's wanted me to grow my hair back <laughs> since i shaved but
1: it. But you can't have so. a beard. You didn't have a beard back then, did you?
0: I did. Well, you it was did? a weird looking beard oh. um, because I was 20. Oh. So it was <laughs> a little more. Scraggly. Of, yeah, it was scraggly. <laughs> so I just kept the parts that were would grow. So it was more of a Fu Manchu kind of vibe. And, uh-huh. and so the funny thing about that, I, I shaved that the day of our anniversary to match that
2: oh and uh, she
0: i came out of the bathroom and she looked at me like i don't like it
2: <laughs> she's like what the heck <laughs> are you doing
0: and that's when i said you yep. know all of this has been to to get you know to celebrate our 25th anniversary because yeah. you want me to grow my hair back so anyway i'm i'm growing my hair back uh for those who've known me for many years it used to be really long and I say really long, like shoulder length or more. And um, so, I don't know, we'll see how long it goes, but it's the last time I'm letting my freak flag fly, I can tell you that. Because I hate messing with it. It's a pain in the butt.
1: You it know, is. Cole Cole has great hair. And people come up and tell me, he's got great hair. And I'm like, yes, he does. And he's so into his hair. And he has a great beard, too. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves his beard. Yeah. So I'm like, he needs to be a model, a, a face, a, a beard he model. Is a and good a good looking
0: model. dude. Like well, next I need level, to figure out how, how to
1: saying. cash in on that. I just, because <laughs> when people come up and tell me that stuff, I'm like, yeah, he does. He's got a good beard and good hair. And I need to figure out how to work on that. But anyway. Yeah. So you've been married 25 years. Yep
2: kids.
0: Yeah, I got 3 kids, uh all boys, 22, 20, actually about to be 23 and 22 and then 11.
2: Oh, wow a little bit of an age gap.
0: Yep. A yeah. L- little bit. A yeah.
2: <laughs> little bit. A little bit. <laughs> um so how did you get started with Stream Grace Network? Like what has been your career path?
0: Uh, well, I spent uh I've I've been in ministry since I was 20 years old uh as a worship pastor in one form or fashion. Um I've taken taken a couple sabbaticals here and there. Um, well, one main one uh, that was like a three, two-year sabbatical, I guess, <clears throat> from leading worship.
2: Were so, you it, full-time worship, or were you bivocational?
0: I was full-time, uh, up and... Th- yeah, full-time, pretty much okay. full-time. Okay, okay. And so... Um, anyway i i did that but i always wanted to do other things uh just i I like doing stuff like i used to go to work with some of my band member guys just to see what they did really (laughs) yeah i mean when you go so i i I had a very limited uh what we'll say secular work experience Mm -hmm. um and so i technically got my first ministry job when i was 19 years old so like um i shortly thereafter turned 20 but I just didn't have those experiences and I was curious. You know, guys worked at Mecklenburg Duncan and quality control. And I'm like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Can I come up? <laughs> you know, so I'd go see see what guys did and I was just always intrigued by that. But I had the opportunity within my first year of ministry. Um, I was always interested in sound and stuff all the way back into high school and uh, bought stuff from a music store anyway, made great friends with some guys there and got a call to go run sound. Uh, they, they said, hey, can you help us run sound at this gig in Guthrie? And I said, I can't do that. And they said, oh yeah, you can. I never thought I was qualified. And so my first pro, so to speak, pro sound gig was at the uh, Bluegrass Festival in Guthrie. And um, I was meeting, that that time, I think it was Vince Gill that I met backstage. So like I went from zero to 60, you know. Awesome. It wow. Now all I was really doing is moving mics on a stage, but you know, got in that environment and then it was a multi-day event. On the second day, they, uh, the crew that I was working with uh, had another conflict gig that they needed to go do. It was a broadcast gig at the Survivor Tree downtown. <clears throat> and so they said, well, can, we need to send Jeremy because we can't leave. And I've never did that. <laughs> so they loaded me up with a bunch of equipment in the back of my car and said, all right, just do this, 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 and this uh, for broadcast. And I mean, they use different language and everything. So I had no experience in that showed up and kind of got thrown to the fire in that and so subsequently those experiences just led to me kind of always doing sound stuff I, I made a deal with my wife I would never ask for any you know toy mm-hmm. um if I could just <laughs> well I mean for guys I
1: don't know about that okay. hold on there's okay. the rest of the you. sentence
0: I would never ask for another toy if I could use my gig money to buy my toys
1: oh, oh okay. perfect because yeah. I had
0: a you know yeah. full-time job and so that was great up until I had you know I was making thirty five forty thousand dollars a year in gigs and I thought well this is just wasteful yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> you know? I have too many toys right now
0: yeah so um yeah. so yeah I mean you know fast forward that's always been a part of my life and I worked for iHeartRadio um, at the time it was Clear Channel uh-huh. um, but they owned iHeartRadio and um and now they've rebranded but worked for the radio stations here in Oklahoma City as their digital program director and was in charge of all their digital properties and that was on my first. um Real sabbatical from ministry. And that was kind of my first real world job in my 30s. No, 30, yeah, 30s, late 30s. And it was just, uh, I was nervous. Oh my gosh, my first day I was so nervous. And then I was like, hmm, this is weird. Cause, you know, being in church your whole life, you're thinking, you know, oh, I'm going out into the world of the demons. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why I thought that. Cause obviously no. everyone who goes to church goes to work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: But um, man, I found a great ministry there. Um, but you know when i when i was on the sabbatical it was about 2010 and i don't know i i guess that's when i really figured out my my heart for people i i'd always known it but saw that it was so beyond like church work mm-hmm. specifically and um i had guys in my office <clears throat> had a really great job a really great boss it was very easy for me to do um and so i had a steady stream of people in my office every day um, they couldn't call it counseling. They couldn't call me a chaplain, but that was my role. Really? And in fact, years later, um, I, I had gotten uh, taken and quit that job and went back into full-time ministry. And my boss called me, my former boss called me a couple years after I'd left. And he said, yeah, he, they were trying to create a position for me that was regional, N- create a position, not necessarily for me, but he said, we're kind of building it around you. We'd like to have you back. And he said, honestly, Jeremy, it's not just like. You did a good job, but he said we just miss your presence in the office and being around and and the impact you made on our staff and
1: well, that's so it was nice. really cool. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was How I long was were surprised. you there?
0: Uh two years, maybe. Okay. Maybe three.
1: Okay. Yeah. God so. wants us we <clears throat> minister wherever we work at. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what we do. Actually
0: right. when I started that job at the same time I started back into leading worship at a local church and at that point, yes, I was bivocational, but that was more by for me it was by design um, right. i I was really gun about getting back into full-time ministry and uh and then i eventually did and, and spent another six years or so and then uh 2019 to back to the stream grace thing 2019 i was uh on stage leading worship and uh at that particular song the the moment when this was happening somebody else was leading and i was just playing piano and god said i want you to make yourself available to plant a church <laughs> And I thought that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I sat on that uh, for a few days, which is pretty uncommon for me. I'm pretty confident when I hear something. Um, and then I went and talked to the pastor about it, and he um, he felt like what it was was, from, I mean, it was from God. And we started down this path, and with the board and the elders and all the leadership, and kind of stalled six months into the process um, because we kind of got to this point where um, the leadership of that church was charged with with getting a leadership group for this next church, this plant. And uh, you know, funny thing about call and vision, if you don't have that, you can't really do much. And so what we really found is that I was, I was really the only one that had a heart and vision for it. And so everyone else was kind of stalled. They didn't have a word from God. So um, that went on for a period of time. um, And then, the Stream Grace Network, <clears throat> we I was processing even what a church plant would look like because I'm not a get up and preach every Sunday kind of guy. And so I thought, well, I'd want there to be multiple voices and digital would have to be a massive part of it, you know? And this, is, again, is like 2019. So um, I took a sabbatical to really kind of center at the beginning of 2020. Um, and this is, so everyone knows, this is actually before COVID was mm-hmm. a thing, right? So... I took this sabbatical um, and started really unfolding this idea of a a digital church, a virtual church environment, and what that really meant. And it really was about getting uh, more voices. You know, I really feel like the the shortcoming of church as a worship leader, I've always not always um, for the last fifteen years of me doing it, I've employed having other people lead worship. I just feel like you know people may like me, but then there are people that don't, and and so. If you don't like me leading worship, then you're kind of stuck with me if you go to church. But if I bring somebody else in and they lead half the time, you have more of a shotgun approach. Like you may not like me, but you like the other guy. Right. And when I say like, I mean, I'm not like they hate me hate me or nothing. It's just, they prefer the other person. And so then it branched out to where I'd have five, six, seven different worship leaders. And I thought, man, what how much would a church benefit from that? You know, if you had five or six different people, it's all the same message, right? The first critique that comes out of that is, well, but it's gotta have the same message. And I'm like, Well, there's churches everywhere. What do you mean the same message? The message is Jesus.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Of course it's gonna have the same message. Yeah.
0: And so that was kind of my vision for that. And then, you know, God just kept unfolding it and then showed me this plan for the stream grace network of of a podcasting network where you're not limited to sunday mornings you can go anytime you want and and then people who have a voice one of the big keys was that not everybody who's got a message from god is called the pastor and this is kind of the world we live in you're either going to be a pastor an evangelist or or some sort of missionary if you have a message and if you don't fall into that neat category then what do you do and podcasting made sense like it just it was like, yeah, that totally works. And so anybody can get their word out. And so he just said, that's really what this thing was. January of 2019, this planting a church, you know, really came down to something pretty different. And that's not to say it's never been done, but in terms of what, uh, what he's laid on my heart to do. I've never done it. <laughs> and right. just kind of going down these paths. And I, there's really no model that I can follow for what God's laid on my heart. So it's just kind of a daily process. Um, in fact, we're getting ready to launch here in the next five to six weeks, maybe maybe two months. Um, something I've been trying to launch for a year uh, since literally um, last year in January, which is a complete online church experience beyond just the podcast thing and, um, the big challenges to that are interactivity and community, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think those are crucial.
1: Community is a big deal.
0: Oh, it's huge. And, and so, um, I, you know, people ask me all the time, you, this is the opening line for, I get from some pastors. So you really think that podcasting's gonna replace the church? And I said, nope.
2: No, no. <laughs> I no. do not mm-hmm. think
0: that. Um, I don't think virtual church, if you will, replaces gathering i think that there's just more than one way to skin a cat right mm-hmm. so if you take and look at life church the largest church in america i think at this point um their service is a hundred percent except for i think a thursday night recording session is a video that they just play in groups right mm-hmm. so so they're doing that i mean it is virtual church from the standpoint of what we would provide at, at on the redux church um Website, so it's just recorded. So what I encourage people to do is is gather together yeah, with groups, but then also we do have virtual gatherings and we have in real life gatherings that we would have um, at least once every six months at the minimum.
1: Is it going to so, be video?
0: <coughs> yeah, we'll video have podcast. <coughs> yeah, so it'll be uh, it'll be Redux Church is the website. It hadn't launched yet, but uh, it's it's only because we're waiting to get all of our ducks in a row. It's built. Um, but yeah, it'll be, you'll go there on the weekly. I don't know when we'll release, but probably on Friday mornings. Um, you'll have a new episode, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be 30 to 40 minute message. Um, we're not launching with worship right away, but we will have our own worship that will be a part of it too. It'll be separate, so you don't, a person doesn't wanna have to uh, do that part or they prefer to do worship from YouTube or something. Like, I always think people should worship in with music and take a moment to just be peaceable with the Lord. Um, but we'll get into very difficult discussions too. I think that's the one thing I'm looking forward to is, is we have um, seven, what I'll call anchors, and, and there, it'll always be a two-person discussion at least, um, and you'll see the same seven people on the regular. I may not always be the one. For the first probably eight to 10 weeks, I'll be on one side of the camera, but.
2: Will you be recording you know, here?
0: Probably recording in this space for, for at least the immediate, Mm-hmm. But, but we have some other studios around town that um, we're considering moving into.
2: Gotcha. So
0: this space works okay for it, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we have a bigger space available on the south side that is a lot more designed. It's aesthetically more pleasing, but the cameras don't see a whole lot more than the person.
2: Right, <laughs> So it's right. not
0: terribly important. You know? So
2: it's the same like seven people. Will you have guests?
0: Yeah, so what will happen is it's, you will always see at least one of those seven, mm-hmm. but we'll have other people beyond those seven To talk about specific things, we'll we'll have other guests, and and they're
2: so it'll be topic specific. It's not just like they're just gonna be sitting in this room preaching,
0: right? It'll be just like a typical church in terms of message series and things like that. Uh, Our first series is called Authenticate, and it'll be exploring the values. Um, The values summarized: there's just three main values of this organization. It's um, to to know who you are and be who you are, and that is not a license to define who you are. God defines who we are. Mm-hmm. So knowing who we are is about reading the instruction manual and knowing who we are. Know who you are in Christ. Right, and then be that person. Um, the second one is hear the voice of God and follow his direction. I mean, it's as simple as that. If everybody did that one thing, we'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> right. If everybody his...
1: loved their neighbor, we would be good, yeah.
0: Well, yes, but I would argue this. If you only loved your neighbor, but you never listened to God, what what where oh. would we be? You see well, what I'm saying? Yeah. So in other words, hearing the voice of God and doing what he's saying solves every problem that exists because you're listening to the creator of the universe and you're following what he tells you to do. So there's no contradiction. There's no hurting other people. There's no, none of that. So you by default end up loving your neighbor. Um, because he already spoke that too. I mean, hearing the voice of God means everything he says. So love your neighbor, you know, all of the, uh, direction he gives you bottom line. And then the third thing is just, um, living life out of rest that we're not meant to um work our butts off when god gives you and what i mean by that is when god calls you to do something and gives you direction he says my burden is easy my yoke is light and we when you're letting him do the work this is the redemption of the curse like when adam and Eve fell yes we were we were cursed with hard labor and then christ redeemed us from that curse And we just accept that, right? So we have to take on his yoke, his burden, because that is an easy one. He's doing the work and we're just along for the ride.
1: Okay, so on a virtual church, Um, You know, in the Bible, God came and Jesus came and served. So how do you serve in a virtual church? Well,
0: that's it's going to be you don't serve in the virtual church. You serve the people around you. Right. So we will encourage people. And there are certainly ways to serve in it. I mean, you can help on the technical side. You can help with website editing, things like that. But we get it that. would probably
1: be like maybe having a gathering at your house if, with a few people that
0: would be one way of doing it but i think we've got to get our minds out of this idea of serving the church right right we serve the kingdom and right. if we serve the kingdom serve people that's right and so that <laughs> there's yeah is plenty I, I, yeah, of opportunity. yeah
1: i'm not saying serve the church i'm sure. saying how do you serve people like if say i don't want to go to church anymore but yeah. i'm a christian how do i serve people but i serve people i serve the community I'm in, I'm served, I am serve the people around me. That's right.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I don't think anybody's by design a segregation person when it comes to church. And what I mean that is like we have their church people and then we have the non-church people. Um, like I said, you know, when I went into the workforce in 2010, I'm like had a really skewed idea of what that was. But
1: that's a huge opportunity to serve people in it's the workforce. Huge. It's huge, yes.
0: I, when I got back into ministry full-time is when I really appreciated what I had before. I, it's funny, because I knew I was I was changing people's lives, right, I, God was through me, I, I really wasn't doing it, but God really was working through me in that. And then I, I really felt like he, he wanted me to go back to full-time ministry, and I don't think that's untrue, but I sure absolutely missed um, the work he was doing through me outside of that. And so today, I don't work full time at a church. I work full time in this area of ministry, which we have multiple. This particular, I mean, this virtual church will be a full on nonprofit church, which is a wing of the Stream Grace Network. Um, and the Stream Grace Network is essentially going to fund the project uh, until it can support itself. Um, and you know this is what God's got me doing so it's absolutely ministry but we just Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily not for profit the String Grace Network is a for profit ministry this will be a not for profit ministry
1: yeah I think people don't understand that when you're helping other people you're you're healing yourself like Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you've had a diff- when you have an issue with your life, maybe like okay, I didn't have a father, and I didn't, you know, I didn't, I grew up without my father. But when I help someone else that I know that they have a similar situation than me, and I'm helping them, it's also helping me and it's yes. healing me. So when you're out there helping people, you're help, you're healing yourself also with whatever issue it might be. Yeah. You know, I ha- I love foster kids and foster situations, so I want to help in that area, and I want to help. I want to help in a lot of areas. But I can't do it all. Sometimes I'm thinking I can't do it all. So I just have to figure it out.
0: You know, how many churches have you heard say, you know, we're we're a hospital for people who are hurting Yes. they come here, right? So this is pretty common. And and what we do with that is we're like, you know, sometimes people just need to come and sit. And the problem is there's really no (laughs) unsitting. Right? There's no So what I mean by that is just to your analogy, hurting people, right? If you go to the hospital um, I, I've known people who have had open heart surgery and the and within the next day or two, they have them up and walking, right? Physical mm, yeah. therapy is a part of recovery, getting up and doing. And if you don't do that, you cannot recover. And so I think what we do is people go to church and they're like, man, I, I, I get and absolutely. This is a an alternative for people who've been hurt by church because you're not going to get this direct. It's going to be harder to get hurt. We'll just say that. Not to mention that, you know, well, it's a long story there, but back to my point. So when they get hurt, they want to come and sit. They don't want to participate. Well, they never get into the physical therapy side of recovery. They, they don't want to ever do because they're so gun shy and hurt. Mm-hmm. And if you think of, I've heard people say this, you know, I've worked with some veterans in in different ways who've been disabled and almost without uh, any variation, they all hate their physical therapy person because, <laughs> because they're making them do stuff. It's like hating your personal trainer or whatever. Some people, you know, there's certainly a percentage that enjoy that, but the reality is, we don't like people telling us what to do. We don't like people um, for pushing us out of our comfort zone. But I think when it comes to our Christian walk, we have a very complacent Christianity in in America. And I don't think the way to get them, in, you know, uncomplacent is to tell them they're complacent. I think it's to inspire people. My my hope and goal is that when we have our conversations, we're not going to tell people, "Here's what you should do. Here's what you need to do." Blah blah blah. Not no. We're going to tell them what about Jesus. We're going to inspire them to do. And this is what Paul says when he's talking about sin. He said, just because, you know, where sin abounds, grace much more abounds, but does that give you license to go sin? Should you do that? No, when you, to to person who's been forgiven much, they forgive much. And so when you recognize what God has done for you in your life, then you are inspired to go be a part of that and to do for others. So anyway, I think that's a big part of, of how to connect people and getting into community is giving them other pallets and and other uh platforms to yeah. to do stuff.
1: Yeah, I think I mean I do think there should be many churches and many pastors, but kind of I think there's a lot, uh, maybe a little excess. Yeah. And um
0: the good news is we're not putting any new pastors in yeah. the, uh, we're using people who already yeah. uh, like half of our of our stable, uh, they pastor local churches. So yeah. it's not even Yeah, you know, we're not planning a new church, so to speak.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they're already pastoring. Mm-hmm. Because I'll not be honest, them, them, when yep. I go to church and there's a video, I'm just like, Ugh, yeah, right.
1: It's not your favorite. It is it's not my not favorite. Yeah,
2: but I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not gonna listen. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm still gonna yeah support you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I and mm-hmm. I it might be something that you know I end up loving mm-hmm. and maybe this helps me get there to go to, mm-hmm. when I go to church and it's a video well, that's and I'm why just there needs like yes.
1: so, that's, that's why there needs to be a variety of things because yes. everybody is attention or caught yeah. by something else and someone else's personality you know I'm yes. gonna reach people that right. you're not because right. you're so nice and I'm not no. you know
0: <laughs> well there's see, you know the, here's the other thing like so churches. Uh, if you're going to go to church what day do you go
2: Sunday and <laughs> yeah. you can and go what time any- of day can yeah. you can go right yeah. so,
0: anyway, so one of the big things that we really kind of talked through on this is we're not going to live stream like we mm-hmm. could live stream at 10:30 right but we're not in the we're not trying to take you away from your local church right right what we're trying to do is provide supplemental content that's going to help grow you period and it, and it but not just supplemental but mm-hmm. it can be primary if you don't go to a church this can be Right. primary because we will have interactivity throughout the week for example it, when we have a talk that you know the friday episode that comes out that following week and we'll schedule it but you can sign up to be on a zoom call with the people who were on that podcast and have a conversation ask questions oh that's mm. cool yeah, yeah that's so, so so there is actual community and yeah interactivity. okay
2: that's good yeah, I, I like know. that
0: and and we'll do more of those things like we'll have a we have a live event scheduled um in in february late february where it's literally A. Q&A. yeah now on that one it will be Community QA, right? So we're and it's QA about the church. And we'll do this on the regular. It'll probably happen every three months or so.
1: You need to have you need to come up with a zoom a pastor. Zoom yeah. a pastor. People can sign up. The pastors have times in their calendar where they're gonna talk to somebody.
0: Yeah, and that's we literally have that already yeah. launched on the website. That's so a good you're, idea. You're able to click in and meet with a pastor. Yeah. But then also we have an mm-hmm. alternative to that, right? So uh one of the things is if you want to meet with one of our ministers, you can. And there'll be a drop-down menu of who you mm-hmm. want to talk to, if they're mm-hmm. available or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then beyond that, some people, and I, and I say this on the website, if you want a credentialed counselor, somebody mm-hmm. who yeah. is going to go the next mm-hmm. level, yeah. we've got a connection yeah. with one Oneness Ministries who, yeah. um, we we are still talking with them, but um, we're hoping that they will at least have kind of a person who will volunteer on the regular mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. speak to those. So yeah. now you're not just... You you know the default is I'm having trouble with my marriage, yeah. so I need to talk to my pastor because the presumption mm-hmm. is your pastor has a great marriage. No, but I
1: but think that's, that's not real, right? I don't. <laughs>
2: I think that's real. That's not real.
1: Yeah. And I, I think, think people. I think people need a counselor. Everybody that's walking in a church if they're new, they're looking for something yeah. and they need to hook up with a counselor and they might not know that, but if they can just, if they can understand that, maybe just talk to somebody for a little bit when you're new and you're searching. Yeah. It's really going to help them if they would do that right off the bat instead of not doing it. Absolutely. And no, churches, I mean, a pastor can't do all that. A pastor cannot counsel every single well, person that walks through there. and they don't know.
0: And, and most importantly, they're not called and if they're not called, they're not equipped.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: They're called to, to love the sheep. A true mm-hmm. pastor, Pastor biblically speaking is called to love and take care of the sheep mm-hmm. but but there's veterinarians for a reason. You have a shepherd in the field, but he doesn't do the veterinarian work. He calls in a veterinarian. And mm-hmm. that's really what we're talking about here. And, and at, now he may do the short-term triage. Right, right. <laughs> but And that's really what this is. you know. And literally how I word it is, if you would like to get the thoughts of one of our ministers on an issue specific in your life, you can click here. Right. Mm-hmm. That's not saying we're going to give you good advice. That's saying, here's our thoughts. Take it for what it is. And they're going to be biblical biblically based sure but if you want to dive deeper if you got issues then let's connect with these people and and even beyond that we we haven't set this up yet but I'm in um, I've got a conversation to be had meeting set up already to visit with people about addiction stuff. And so mm-hmm. a direct route, right? So typically a person has to go to their pastor right? and mm-hmm. well, let me send you over here. Well, l- just go there directly. Here it is on our website. We've got a direct mm-hmm. partnership with this ministry. You can connect with them immediately mm-hmm. if you have addiction or you know somebody in addiction. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and and several of those things. This is the coolest thing about how the Stream Grace Network has helped build this and why if we had launched a year ago, we wouldn't have had these amenities.
2: Right, right. Because
0: a year ago, we didn't have as many connections. Today, the, we have almost everybody that is a podcaster on our network reaches into these different areas. Right. So it's, I'm, I'm excited about how that's unfolding for sure.
2: I'm excited for you. Like yeah. I'm excited. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work but hearing you explain this, mm. I'm like, Hey, this is really
1: interesting. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it sounds good. I mean, you just, ha- you just have to do it and see how it plays out and then critique yourself and figure out how to, to make it work better.
0: Yeah, I think that's the thing. You know, For the last couple of years with the string grace thing, especially, I have really, I, I feel like for most of my life, I mean, God tells me something, I'm going to follow it, but it's always been relegated to big stuff, right? So it's like, Jeremy, I want you to leave this path and go to this path. Well- I'm much more in the the daily. Hey, uh, this time use less cream in your coffee. Like it's a much more granulated conversation with God on direction. And so when it comes to, you know, even building the website becomes almost a vision of what you're providing. So as you're building the website, you're like, okay, I wanna make sure this happens and this happens and uh, putting together values. One of the things that was important to me is, okay, what are our values? I didn't wanna start with any roadmap. You gotta have five values. You gotta have 20 values, whatever. Right. What are the values? What What is the bottom line thing for us? Um, and then the same kind of with our beliefs, we only have four beliefs listed. Um, it's not to say that's not all the beliefs we have, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like these are the things that we don't um, bend on, right? Right. And one of them is the deity of Christ. That's it. He He's God. He, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's one of the three. The other one is that our our pathway to God is through Christ, like mm-hmm. His lordship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the scriptures, God inspired. Like, um, you know, these are things that we just like i said we just don't bend on Uh, and then that god desires a relationship with us like i think that is a core belief that that we miss a lot of times is that god actually desires a relationship with Mm us um but those beliefs and those values drive what your end result will always be but sitting down and doing that and then saying okay with each one of those things how do i um facilitate that in a virtual world and you know, this is kind of what I've like, you know, we talked about already. This is what I've done for a long time. So facilitating that in a virtual world is a matter of me intentionally thinking about it and, and say, okay, we could do this and then we could do this or we could do this and then testing it out. Right. I'm talking to different people. Hey, what about this? What if we did this? And, uh, you know, they shoot it down and then I say, okay, well, let me work on this. And, you <laughs> yeah. know, so you work that yeah. out by the time we launch, we, we will absolutely have bugs. You know, there's no doubt. Like here's a here's a major bug right off the bat, right? So day one, you launch and, and here we have episode one and seven <laughs> people watch, right? Or whatever happens. Well, then Wednesday, you have a zoom call with you and the guy that talked, right? Right. Who's going to be on the zoom call. So. We're intentionally going to try to get with people and say, hey, will you please be willing to be on the Zoom call with us and and at legitimately ask questions, listen, you know, reach out to specific people and say, will you listen to this and be on that call? So that if someone wants to be on the call beyond that, they can. Right. right? It's not awkward. They won't feel weird. They won't pop in and go, well, I'm a little nervous. And they pop in and just see me and the other guy or girl or whoever mm-hmm. it is. And we're like, oh, hey, <laughs> you know, it'd be weird. Yeah. But I think, you know, too, and trying to, that, that process will change. I'm sure over the next year, it will change pretty radically. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Well, some people are going to be comfortable being it more uh, one-on-one and some people aren't. So, you know, right. it's just, you just never know. You never know who you're going to reach and how, how you're going to help someone. Right. And it may so. be,
0: maybe less Zoom call and more chat questions versus, mm-hmm. yeah, or both, you know, right. we can do both. So. Mm-hmm. It will evolve. It will change, um, but that's just the nature of everything. You guys have been in the studio for over a year, and it's changed quite a bit over time. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because that's just what happens.
2: <laughs> How many podcasts do you have on Stream Grace Network?
0: Um, we have we have over twenty channels, uh, twenty shows mm-hmm. built. But um, I think in terms of active, I can look it up. I don't track these things a whole lot, um, but I actually made some changes just the other day. Um, so I can tell you more accurately, active podcasts. Uh, we have 10, 12 that are actively doing stuff and we have another um, seven or eight that are spotty and may come back, may not. Right. So, um, we haven't deleted them. They exist, but they are not listed on our main page right now. So, gotcha. but I have, I've been meeting with uh, some folks actually this week and last week I had, four now four different people uh to that want to do podcasts including some video podcasting oh, wow. great new <laughs> groups like uh, the, i love this if, if you guys check out my conversations with jeremy griffin so that one's not terribly active because right. i just do it when it's required or say required necessary but i had this uh, and it's a video podcast with these two uh veteran guys that that are looking to do podcasting and they're starting a clothing company for guardsmen um that's built around that and then also a non-profit that they actually go out and help um when guardsmen are and are they're deployed they help their families like if something happens oh, wow. they, they take the kids to do stuff yeah. and that's so kind
2: of fun. are oh, they local like oklahoma yeah, oh, yeah they're I'm right here check that out very super nice super cool
0: they they're kind of building right now as well so they're i'm not sure when their launch date is but it's soon um but having them, you know, they're they wanting to get on the podcast world. They contacted me and had started down this road that was just, it was not going to go well. Right. <laughs> so I was like, hey, why don't you come out of the studio? Let's talk through this. And um, it was nice to be able to, you know, for me, I love helping people with, right? Them, especially if they have that desire and passion, you know. So.
2: And you're good at it. Yeah, you've well, helped thanks. us. Yeah, it's been a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing good. Yeah. You are doing good. I know. You know. I want to ask you to the numbers of, your stuff Are we like cuz I can see how many listeners we have
0: You want to know positionally where you but fall yeah,
2: I'm like are we in the top 10% or are we in the bottom 10% You're in the top 10%. Yay! Yay! Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yay.
0: And I I mean, I can tell you more if you want.
2: No, I'm good. I <laughs> no. just made my day. Thank no. you. You might be lying to me. I'm no, not, I'm kidding. I'm not. Yeah. You are in the top
0: yeah. 10%. I mean, last I checked, which in fairness was uh, November, October, but I have no reason to believe it's not the same. Still, oh
1: good, so, good. See, yeah. Stephanie, look at us go. Well, you know, I love it. I love doing podcasts. I love talking all about this stuff. But you know, it's just hard to schedule people to right. get them in here. It's, it, it is, is hard like, because their schedules their don't schedule's adjust, different. and then I
2: work full time, and yeah. I'm not flexible during the day. Yeah. yeah, and so then I leave evenings, and yeah. then Stephanie has ball
1: games. So I schedule mean schedule just it just well, gets you, me because people are like, "Yeah, I'll be on your podcast," but then I can never get can them never in get here. Them. Or well, right. part of it because is my it's, my it's problem too,
0: right? Because I have limited schedule space in the studio. Yeah. In fact, this is one of our goals and why I wanted to really simplify the studio. And, and Kristen yeah. Quillen's doing this, right? Yes. Because she was having the same issue and our cost to rent the studio equates to basically a year's worth of podcasting. So if you podcast for a year, uh-huh. you could have bought all the stuff to do it. Now, uh, so the, it's designed that way because we're hoping that we we want to make it more accessible because if yeah. I add let's add if I add two more podcasts <laughs> right. to this studio
2: how are you going to schedule much, them right
0: exactly it's going to be that much more difficult to schedule them yeah. and so you have two options you can have a recurring time mm-hmm. which half of the ones that record here do that but but that doesn't work for a lot of people. And so like we just you guys. 24
1: seven access where we can just come right. in with a <laughs> hey, card yeah. listen, and hit the button. That is
0: absolutely in the blueprints. We, I know, if we, we could do that, yeah. we could get
1: more people on because yeah. we can just make it work. But. Well,
0: I'll tell you what, man, if we can get some good advertising sponsors that wanna <laughs> be on the ground floor, then we can build those kind of things. Yeah, but, I know. Um, but yeah, I, so I think that's the thing. It is making it accessible because then all of a sudden scheduling people is all not around the studio time, right? right. And and that those uh, guardsmen, for example, one of them is in Tulsa, and so uh, you got one in Oklahoma City, one in Tulsa. So we may end up be crafting a solution for them that is remote, but they don't know it's remote, okay. and they want to do video too. So. So, I'm, I've, we've, we already have a method for uh-huh. that. Um, I just don't have a turnkey price for that because we have to kind of custom build that. But, um, but with our studios, video and, and audio both, we have a, a turnkey price and it's really pretty accessible. Um, if a person wants to do it, and this is the thing I like, we don't have contracts, as you guys know. So, you come in, if you want to do, you know, a month's worth right. of podcasting, you can within that, you can find out. So, I think it's really a good process for people to come in, start podcasting for six months, see what the things are, sit down and consult and say, okay, here's my problems. If they're easily solved, then we can, you know, you keep podcasting here if you want, or at the other studios, or it, may just be as simple as you know it, it can be intimidating but with our setup now i mean it's three buttons it's not that difficult and uh you guys were producing your own show when we started right um the only reason it really switched was because i constantly changed things and i didn't really think that was fair for you guys <laughs> well,
2: so. we were a little technology challenge but i mean we could do it yeah if yeah if we had to you you i'm
1: pretty sure could. i could push a couple of buttons yeah yeah, yeah. And, and we if and i had a bigger house it, you know. i would do it yeah
2: if i had to put somewhere to put the equipment i just don't have a I don't have a big house. Build a shop for us. Okay, I'll get right on that. <laughs> I know, dude would like that. Yeah.
0: Well, I can tell you, um, the this you know we're in a 10 by 10 room, and 10 by 11 maybe, uh, and you don't have to have that. Kristen sets up obviously in her dining room. Well, I shouldn't say obviously. She sets up in her dining room. See,
2: I could set up in my dining room.
0: And her stuff is, I mean. It, I was like,
2: is it a lot of stuff you gotta drag not, out? It's
0: not, it's not. I mean, because she, she doesn't even record with the computer. Oh. So she you have to do it after the fact because the the mixer we use records directly so she just has headphones and the mixer and that's it her headset and mixer and then she pulls the SD card and takes it to her computer to do the rest oh okay so there's it's very accessible um, Hmm. but you know (laughs) (laughs)
2: Hmm. <laughs> yes, yes it is. I can tell Stephanie's really wanting to know more about this. I'm like, so what would I need? And Stephanie's like, hmm.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, go I, for I'm it, good. Lori. I'm good coming here. <laughs> go
1: for it. Hey, go for and, it.
0: And it's you know, it's good with me. I mean, I you know, <laughs> it works either way.
2: I need
1: my life as simple as possible. Well,
0: it's the same thing. We do we do digital property management design with with SGN solutions, which is kind of our parent company uh-huh. and and uh it's the same thing. We when we build a website for somebody our goal is that they don't have to be married to us forever that they can take it over themselves if they want to.
2: Right. That's if they fine. don't they don't have yeah, to. Yeah,
0: exactly. But the worst I I can't tell you how many times I've I've added a client and this is with other companies I've had in the past and they've said, "Well, I had this one guy, he was helping me and then it just kind of disappeared and I didn't know what I was doing." I don't want them to have to say that about me. Right. Yeah. And not just because of my reputation, but much more because of what they they're paralyzed right yeah. and they're at the mercy of whoever they talk to well when it's done they have complete control if they want to move from that then that's fine but they're going to have control over everything and ability to make changes so yeah anyway same concept
2: all right well Thank you, Jeremy, for joining us. Well, thanks
1: for having me. It was very
0: easy. I just turned my mic on. I know. Instead of just leaving it
1: (laughs) off. And always remember, alone we can do so little and together we can do so much.
2: So go check out the podcast on Stream Grace Network and share with your friends. And we will see you next time. Thank you, guys.